Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bikini Podcast. This is episode number 45 and today we're with IFB Bikini Pro, Nicole Tan, and we're going to be talking about the Miss Bikini Olympia. This is a prediction podcast. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on such short notice. It was good to have someone of your caliber to talk about bikini because (laughs) I actually had a few people saying, hey, listen, I want to come on the show. But when you said I'm ready to do it, I was like, I need to do it with Nicole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think everything just worked. I'm normally pretty busy, but today I'm actually pretty free, so it's good. I'm so grateful. What's the is it on Friday? Friday the show is it on Saturday, Sunday? How's it working? I haven't even looked at the schedule yet. Um, I think it's there Saturday, but because like we have a time difference, we'd end up probably watching it on Sunday. Mm. I think that's normally how it was. I remember always watching the Olympia on Sunday and I always thought it was Saturday, but then it just, yeah, I think Saturday, the pre-judging for the other divisions and stuff happened. I'm yeah. not too sure, but I know the time difference really messes us up. So yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. I need to figure out, I, I, don't, I don't think I've mentioned this to you, but I actually need to figure out how to stream it. And I want to probably do it on YouTube and do some live commentary. That's something that I'm thinking about doing as well. I think um you can like screen record but i don't know if you can like show that live though but if you wanted to just live record yourself and then screen grab like whatever was on your screen and then when you post the video later you can like put the screen grab on okay i'm with you all right i might have to do something like that, <laughs> something yeah. like that. <laughs> i might have to do something cheeky because i definitely want to do it um so i want to get into it straight away right so probably the most popular thing that we can talk about is the top 10. So, or, or maybe do you want to talk about some interesting athletes that are coming up? So maybe, or how about this? Who do you think at the Olympia right now has improved the most from 2019 to 2020? I really like Jendori actually. I really. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, well, she actually plays pretty well last year, but then I just think she's one that's like continuing to, keep improving like her physique is yeah like definitely I wouldn't say underrated but like I think just because she falls just under like the most talked about like kind of people so she kind of flies under the radar a little bit but definitely like Laura Lee has made like crazy improvements but like everyone kind of can see that and a lot of people have been talking about it anticipating it I'm, I'm with you I think Jen Dory for me I think she's always been up there so I would probably say like Laura Lee's made, made the most improvements in terms of conditioning because obviously the last few showings that she's had, she hasn't been in the shape that she has been in currently. And I think now mm. I also believe that the conditioning requirements for bikini has changed. So from 2018 to 2019, conditioning got better from 2019 to 2020 conditioning has significantly improved. And I also think that the ladies are much bigger this year than they were in the previous years. Yeah, definitely. And I was going to say Laura Lee, apart from conditioning, also put on like a lot of size. Like she's so, she already has that really nice full muscle bellies. So now that they're actually bigger, like she pops so much more. It's pretty insane. Like I'm pretty excited to see her. I definitely think like she is the most improved for sure. Who do you think is the best poser on the Olympia stage or some of the best poses that you think? Ooh. <laughs> Laura Lee, Lovely. again, but Beatrice, like Beatrice, poses are really really nice as well and um, another girl who's actually not qualified for the olympia this year maureen i think she poses really well as well yeah i'm disappointed maureen's not doing it um but she's, <laughs> she's one of my favorites i think she's got she brings that energy to the stage that a lot of athletes could probably look up to including not just pros but amateurs as well but i do yeah. think that I, I would say that laura lee beatrice 
those two and yeah and Maureen they're probably my top three best poses in the mm-hmm. in the IFB bikini world anyone else to add to that list me <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Turn represented Australia <laughs> But speaking of posing, 2021, right? Twenty twenty one, maybe. Speaking yeah. of posing, um, Jennifer Ronzidi, she's made some really good posing changes. We're just talking about off air, the way that she hits yeah. her front pose. She used to really sort of be like the leaning out, <laughs> leaning tower of Pisa. She used to lean over and pose, <laughs> which threw off her symmetry. Now she's posing a lot more upright, yeah. and it really shows her physique off a lot more. So I think, you know, she's always been in the top ten. She's probably going to be in the top ten, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I definitely think that she's improved her posing, but. Talking about posing a little bit more, I think Ash K still needs to get a shit together. One hundred percent, hundred percent. She's definitely one of like the highest placing pro that doesn't pose as well as they should as like a top five Olympian, and especially being like Miss Olympia herself three times, she really should be posing much better than that. Um, so yeah, I don't know why she hasn't <laughs> changed a lot of her posing. Um, I also, I was trying to figure out what was a bit off, obviously her actual, like the technicalities of her posing, but I was trying to figure out why she kind of had that little bit of like an awkward aura. And then I kind of put it down to like her eyes. I think like her eyes kind of like she opens her eyes too big so that when she's smiling or showing any other kind of like expression, her eyes are still very like blank staring, if that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know how people can smile with their eyes? I think her eyes just kind of like stay open really really wide um so it kind of has that bit of like a bit of an awkward feeling i don't know i was just trying to figure out what no, what gave the awkward vibe yeah, it's like if you're for example if you're having a good conversation with someone you're having a laugh you've got that you're smiling through your eyes she doesn't smile through her eyes she just has that yeah yeah so it doesn't feel genuine like um right. the feeling you know yeah but I, I look at her as well, I think. And like we're obviously nitpicking here because we're going to get into the top 10 and the top five in a minute. But <laughs> when we're talking about this, like Ashley Kay's obviously got a very good physique. She's, you know, three-time yeah. Miss Bikini Olympia, but we're nitpicking here. And I think the in order to get back into that top three, which I'm assuming she wants, and then probably even to take the title, she needs to pose at a higher standard. So when she did win Miss Bikini yeah. Olympia, as great as she was as the champion, the, the sport has progressed and she hasn't progressed in her posings. And her standard of posing is definitely getting better every year. And ladies like, you know, Angelica poses well, Laura Lee, mm-hmm. you know, that standard is changing. And Ash hasn't put in work with her posing to pose at that level. And what happens is, is that you have a comparison with someone like Laura Lee who poses really well. Ash all of a sudden doesn't pose so well. So I think that is the biggest problem. And really it falls onto her coach, the people around her mm. in her circle. And she has to be objective and look at it from her, from her point of view and go, what do I need to improve on? Is it, you know, my physique? Is it my posing? Is it a combination of everything? Of course it is. So she needs to do the work. And I think that, you know, if you are putting yourself on stage to get criticized, you have to accept the fact that people like us are going to talk about it and obviously judges, and you need to hold yourself to the highest standard. I don't know if any of the judges have actually told her that she doesn't pose that well. Cause I know she practices a lot and she does work really hard on it, but I think she maybe genuinely doesn't know What's wrong with her posing? Well, maybe she needs to listen to this podcast because someone <laughs> needs to tell her, hey, listen, you, you, know, you know what? I also think like possibly the bikini world's full of bitches, right? How many friends yeah. do you have that actually want, if she posed, yeah. let's say for example, right? Let's, let's say that she posed to the standard of a Maureen or a Beatrice or a Laura Lee, like we mentioned, if she posed that well, where would she place at the Olympia? I think she's probably automatic top three. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. People really want to give her that advice because if you look at her rear shot, I've always really been a big fan of her rear shot, her glute shape, her calves look amazing. And the conditioning is always on point. Sometimes she might be a little bit flat, but when she comes in full and if she was posing to that level, it's, it's game on. Definitely. You know, some of the ladies that we mentioned, like outside the top 10, I want to mention, we're talking off air, Jimmy Marley. She placed second at the Texas show. Didn't qualify for the Olympia. I just read her Instagram um, post. She placed 10th at a previous show, second at the Texas. She beat a lot of good girls. She beat, you know, obviously Beatrice. She beat Hannah. She was second to Angelica. It's a shame that she's not doing the Olympia because I think the physique that she brought to that stage could definitely possibly get into the top 10 because she beat a lot of ladies that are potentially going to be in the top 10. Yeah, it's really weird how that works out, like that she's not qualified but have beat people who are qualified and she's not qualified. So, You know, actually, speaking of posing, actually, some people disagree with me that I've made some posts on my story, right? But what do you think about Jazzy's (laughs) posing? So Jasmine, like I'm a big fan of what she does, her transitions, but a lot of people sort of like, they either hate it or like it. What is your stance on her posing? I haven't actually watched a lot of her posing. I think her like static poses are pretty good. So um, I don't know much about like her transitions and stuff like that, but just from photos, cause I haven't watched videos, but photos, like I think her posing is pretty good, like compliments her body shape well and everything. Yeah. If, like, I will look, check out the IGTV videos when we get off air and you'll see when she walks, she walks pretty good. And her transitions yeah. are pretty clean. Her footwork looks good. I think she might sort of do a little bit of too much of a shoulder shimmy. She likes to sort of add in her personal flavor. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I think maybe people don't like that, but I like the fact that her footwork and her hand transitions are pretty clean. So, you know, and we're comparing it to obviously some of the girls in the top 10. Um, yeah. Do you, want, do you want to get into the top 10 now? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> all, right, all right. So how who, should we do it? How should we do it? <laughs> let's talk, let's talk top three. So who's, who's in your top three in order? Who's winning the Olympia? Okay. I think most of us all have like the same top three. It's pretty much going to be between Issa, Angelica and Lorelei. It's Angelica, Lorelei. All right. So who's, who's winning for you? It's going to be a tough one. I still think Issa is going to win. I think like if she comes in how like she should and she can, her structure and her genetics and stuff like that. I don't really see anyone beating her in like the next few years, even it all depends on like how she chooses to come in, but like potential wise and everything that she naturally already has, if she builds around it proper, so not too big, not too small and comes in condition, um, pretty much unbeatable. It's quite crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Cause I, I copped a lot of slack <laughs> when I, when I've been posting what I've been posting about Issa's, being really, really too big before Olympia. And she was like, you know, six weeks, eight, eight weeks out, even four weeks out, she was jacked as shit. But obviously, you know, when you're on a rabbit diet, eating salad and protein, pretty much every meal, not having no carbs, mm-hmm. having no fat, you know, what I believe is, you know, staying flat, losing size and being depleted. It's probably the best thing for her to achieve the bikini look. But my question is, you know, why do that in the off season and get so big? We have to go to that extreme to get into that bikini criteria. So that was my big deal. But I think this has probably done enough for me to win at this stage based on what she's been posting. Mm-hmm. Cause I think she's downsized enough because if the show was, you know, judged eight weeks ago, I believe Laura Lee could potentially win um, either Laura Lee or, or Angelica, sure. but this is definitely downsized. When I saw them training together, that video, I'm not sure if you've seen it, that YouTube video of. Yeah, Laura I did. Lee. They're training shoulders. Training shoulders. I didn't watch the glute one. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the glute one either. And I was watching Laura Lee, mm. and I'm like, big fan of Laura Lee and a condition, her symmetry, proportion, 
And I'm like, why the, how the fuck is Issa so fucking big? She looked like Godzilla. <laughs> it, it looked like a bikini competitor training with a figure competitor. It didn't look like two bikini champions, you know, obviously working together in the same workout. But I think Issa's probably done enough now to downsize to win the show. I think, you know, my personal preference and opinion, I would much prefer Laura Lee to be the champion. I think she's got more, much more of a sustainable look, more marketable look yeah. year round, a healthier yeah. look year round. Laura Lee does look like a bikini competitor all year round. Issa just blows up and looks jacked as shit. I don't think that's <laughs> the, where the direction of the sport should be in someone yeah. that looks so fucking big in her off season. And everyone's like, wow, look at her size. Yeah, sure. It's impressive from a bodybuilding standpoint, but from a point of being an ambassador and a representative of bikini, you know, I don't see how that's the best way to go about it. Um, in my eyes on the day of the competition, can she win? Can she pull it off? Probably. Yes. I think she will, but I would much rather see someone like even Angelica, who's probably the greatest ambassador we've seen in the sport of the bikini. Yeah. I would say like personality and everything wise, like Angelica is, has that like Miss Olympia vibe, like a good person that like everyone can look up to. She's a good backstory, good work ethic, like everything that she's been through to like get here kind of thing, you know? Uh, I think she always has like a really good, healthy body fat percentage as well. She definitely does put on weight in the off season. Um, but like, in a good way and that's when I make sense she's super feminine and just like I just like everything about her um so yeah have you had the opportunity have you had the opportunity to meet Angelica in person no which I was like really upset about I was really 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 looking forward to meeting her I do talk to her sometimes um on Instagram and stuff like that but I haven't met her in person yet okay um yeah, she's definitely a person who's like journey. I remember like watching a lot of her videos. She talked about like what she had to do to even get her pro card. And this is like before I got my pro card and I really like kind of resonated with her story. So I like that. I feel like a lot of people don't know much about Isa. I think it's hard because she doesn't speak English. So um, it's a bit harder for people to sort of relate to her. But even her physique is unrelatable, if that sort of makes sense. You just kind of look at it and everyone's just like, that is so amazing. Nobody will ever look like that. Whereas like Lee and Angelica kind of like people can be like, oh, maybe if I train hard enough, I will somewhat maybe look like that one day, you know? So maybe that would be a better look for the sport. But at the moment, what they're looking for, um, yeah, I still think it's like the more crazier, unattainable look, <laughs> which would be Issa. Right. And, you know, I just want to quickly say as well, I'm definitely not a hater of Issa because I actually would, I actually wanted her to, to win the 2019 Olympia. I thought, wow, this mm-hmm. is an awesome physique. I seen her coming in 2017. I think she placed fourth at the 2018 Arnold, I don't know, Arnold, sorry, Olympia in a red bikini. And I was like, wow, I can't wait for her to grow into a physique. I can't wait for her to grow into a physique. She definitely did that in 2019. I was so happy with her winning. I'm definitely a fan of hers, but then obviously in my eyes, my opinion, she took it to the extreme this year and that's what, that's what put me off her. But going back to Angelica, um, I actually first met her when I was working at the Arnold Australia a few years ago, best pro I've met hand down, like hands down (laughs) best pro in terms of just such a lovely woman. I met, met her husband as well. Husband's really nice dude. And you just, you just know that they're doing it for the right reasons. A true ambassador of the sport, like someone that I even, yeah. I could say I looked up to in terms of her behavior, who she was as a person, definite um, big time role model. I think that Issa still probably needs to learn how to be that role model. And I also mm-hmm. think that is something to consider, but I have Issa in first. So you have Laura Lee second. 
I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> so okay, so you got Angelica. I want like to. I want to bunch them up. So let. I'm gonna bunch the top three. So I see Lisa, Angelica, Lorelei. Okay. All right. So I'm. I'm gonna say for me, I'm gonna be a little bit more precise. This is gonna win. <laughs> I'd prefer Laura Lee to win, but I think Issa will, will take it. So Laura Lee's in second for me. And Angelica, oof, this is so difficult because I actually put Issa and Laura Lee one and two. That's my lock. So I've actually got three, mm-hmm. four, five uh, interchangeable. Now, the ones that I've got interchangeable, so you got Angelica, Jen Dory, Attila, and Janet Laug. That's, that's, that's what's right. in, interchangeable for me. Yeah. So Janet is the wild card that can come out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, she placed second at the Olympia last year where a lot of ladies probably didn't see that coming. Angelica was third for people that are new to the sport. I, uh, Laura Lee was fourth. I'm not sure where Janet's going to be. And that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. So I've got them interchangeable. She could place as high as third, depending on what the judge is looking for. I don't yeah. care. Like in, in my opinion, I wouldn't care how Janet rocks up. I wouldn't reward her with third regardless. So, but I do think the judges might um, reward her potentially depending on how she comes in. She comes in her best ever. She could be as high as third um, for sure. Yeah. So I also have the same. So my top three is locked in. I do think Angelica will be in the top three. Yeah. Um, when it comes to four, fifth and six, and I also have Attila, Jendori and Janet. <laughs> oh, so we're not even so arguing my, like, <laughs> um, Not really. No. Okay. So- not really. But no, the only thing we're um, arguing on is that I do think Angelica would be in the top three, whereas she's you think lock. she's interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a lot. So my okay. top three are locked in. Yeah. So this is interesting. I want to I want to actually talk about Angelica in third and the reasons why I haven't got a lock. So um, I actually believe that Angelica's probably got the best front shot out of those ladies. So she'll beat Jen Dory in the front shot. She'll beat Attila in the front shot easily. I think Angelica's mm. got that leg density, that really nice yes. conditioning, really nice midsection in the front shot that the other ladies don't have. So she's overwhelming in that front pose. I actually think Angelica's got a better front pose than Laura Lee. Um, actually analyzed it. And that's something that I'm a big, big Laura Lee fan, but I do think Angelica is so strong in that front shot just on her density and conditioning that she has. And she looks quite mm-hmm. feminine as well, which I'm a, which if you're feminine in the face and you look pretty on stage, you get bonus points from, from me for sure. And I do th- yeah. really like Angelica's feminine look. Um, Attila probably has a better front shot than Jen Dory as well. I, I think Jen, Jen Dory might have a smaller waist, but I just like Attila's overall balance and flow from the front. Although this is where it gets interesting. I think Jen Dory's probably got the best rear shot out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Her glute density. Um, Attila, probably a little bit thick in the lumbar for me. Her core's very thick from the rear. I think it's better than last year. In 2019, I watched the Olympia and I was looking at their rear shot and I thought, oh, Attila's got a very thick lower back. And it sort of didn't give her that nice V taper from the rear where Jen Dory has that nice V taper from the rear. Um, so that was very interesting. So, I think that if Jen Dory wins the rear shot, which she probably will with all those ladies, Angelica wins the front shot. It just depends on what you're going mm. for. But if Angelica comes in with that glute hamstring really tight, I think she could be a lock for third. It's just depending on how hard she gets in from the rear. Um, do you have Jen Dory in front of Attila? Would you, would, would you consider yeah, that? I do. I you think do. that's where I don't, I don't agree with you. I do prefer Jen Dory's front shot to Attila. Oh, really? So you got... I actually think Jen, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because I think when we're looking at like Issa, because obviously she's Miss Olympia comparing, I do think Jen Dory kind of like imitates her, like her shape and balance and everything a little bit more than Attila. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, I think that 
I don't know. I just, I had a look at it and I just thought Attila from the front, I think she's obviously the prettier lady as well, just flows better from the front. But I wouldn't be upset if Jen Dora beat Attila because I can see why that would happen, especially from the rear. Yeah. And then, yeah. So you, would you have Janet in six then? I don't know. See, Janet can just go anywhere. It just depends on what the judge is like. Personally, I'm not a big Janet fan. I don't know if it's bad to say it, but I'm not a big Janet fan, but I know that she will play well. So it's kind of like a weird, hard one because I do love Jandori, Attila and Angelica's physique much more than um, Janet, but um, depending on the judges and depending on how Janet comes in as well. Um, yeah, she could be like Jen and Attila or even all three of them. Um but it really just depends. If it was Def- up to me, she wouldn't. <laughs> if, she, if it was up to me, then Janet would be a definite six. If it was up to me, but yeah. So yeah. let's let's talk about that for a second because I, I, it's it's so weird that a lot of people generally agree that sometimes Janet, you know, places a little bit higher than she should, and I'm one of those people. So yeah, yeah, definitely. To, for the for the listeners out there, you know, can you sort of maybe, for, especially for the young listeners that are new to the sport. Why do you think subjectively the judges do reward someone like Janet over some of the other the ladies that we've mentioned? Well, one, Janet is really, really pretty. So I think that does count for something in bikini. I think it should. It doesn't say so in the criteria, but then I think, you know, you want your like top five bikini to be really, really beautiful. And then like Janet is so pretty. It's like crazy. She comes on with a really, really nice like stage presence, you know. I think she was like a Hooters International kind of pageant mm. girl. So she has that like pageant vibe. I personally don't love her praising, but a lot of people do say that she has really, really good praising. Um, I think I like her stage presence, but not her actual praising. In fact, I don't like her front pose at all. Like the way she chooses to do like the different front pose. Like I don't like that at all. I don't think she looks nice in that. But I think she tried to do the other one as well. I think she can do the two different front poses. Um, but her preferred front pose, I don't like that on her. But I also just think she's just been around for a long time and she's super consistent. So she'll never really come to a show looking like not conditioned. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think maybe the judges do reward the fact that she's like a veteran and just always shows up looking good and... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just such a tough one because I agree with you. And I think what you said, there's probably spot on because I never thought of it that way. I think her stage presence is a 10 out of 10. She comes out, she walks on, yeah. she owns it. Like it's just boom in your yeah. face. You know, we've probably, we've seen her compete live at the Arnold Australia and even just watching on YouTube, you can just see her with her confidence that she has, but yeah, I do agree. She probably doesn't does, you know, hit the pose as well as she potentially could. Um, she's definitely not as bad as someone like Ash K. I would keep bashing. Well, I keep bashing Ashley. Okay. Sorry, Miss Olympia. But I, you know, when we're nitpicking about the top five, the top six, or even the top 10, we need to make these decisions and justify our point of view. Otherwise, you know, what are we looking at with all these ladies are there to be judged and posing is definitely one strong element of it. I think if it was up to me, I would have, I would have Janet six and then the top five for me, obviously Angelica third, Jen Dory fourth, Attila fifth. I would say that because I, I, I'm actually going to confirm Jen Dory is going to hit fourth for me because of that rear shot. I know that you like the front, but I do like Attila. I think she's very pretty <laughs> as well. And when we are talking about femininity, you know, for a lady that pretty, um, she's going to compare very well to Janet. Um, I think both of them, probably the two mm-hmm. prettiest ladies in the lineup with respect to all competitors. Moving outside the top six, 
So we've got seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Who's in, who's in the rest of the top 10 for you? What do you got? All right. I'm going to lump them up together as well. So in no particular order, I have Beatrice and then uh, I hope I don't stuff her name up, but Adriana. Polish girl. Say We're going to say Polish lady. Polish girl, Adriana, Polish Adriana. Um, and yep. then Ashley Kay, of course, and Jen Von Vitti. Ooh, okay. So, but you come on, you have to give seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. You got to give me, give me a number. <laughs> oh, it's really, really tough um, because I personally really, really like Beatrice and Adriana's physique, mm. like personally. But based on what I feel the judges would pick, I obviously feel like they would pick Ashkari over them. Yeah. So it's an internal struggle because personally, I like two of their physiques much better than Ashley's. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I much prefer. Yeah, although on paper, textbook, I know Ashley is like better when you talk about, you know, like conditioning and like her, her glutes, stuff like that. But just something about it. I just can't put my finger on why, but I just prefer the other two. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think, um, you know, when we're talking about posing presentation or just the overall bikini look, if Ash K was posing at a high level, I'd have no problem having her top five, top three. But because she poses so bad, it, um, it's just a struggle for me. And then she's hit or miss when it comes to being, you know, she's always in condition. She's always in shape. That's never the issue. But mm-hmm. sometimes she comes in super yeah. flat. And when she comes in super flat and doesn't have her shoulders nice and full and round, it really detracts from her physique and it highlights her weaknesses when she's not posing the way that she could potentially pose. So uh, yeah. I, I, that's why like Janet and Ash, I think, also- I think get rewarded all the time when they probably shouldn't, yeah. but you know, and I mean, Ash K, we're going to give her a top, we're going to give her respect. She's always in the top six. So she was top six last yeah. year. It would be hard for me to not have her in seventh mm. based on that, based yeah, on what's going on. That's the hard thing for me as well. Cause like, I feel like she would be there, but like, I don't really want to place her there either. Um, Imagine it's it, a tough one. It's also, mm. yeah. Imagine if she it's rocks also her up. Muscle bellies, like yeah. how it sits, especially like her shoulders and stuff like that. Because I feel like they are a little bit longer. So she tends to sometimes can look stringy sometimes. Yeah. And like, I really don't like the stringy look. Like I love when like girls look nice, bubbly and stuff like that. That's why I really like Beatrice's look, but also that's why I really like Laura Lee's look. She just is, has that like bubbly looking muscle. Mm. Whereas Ashley can look quite stringy, which I don't really like. So it just really depends on how she shows up on the day. I think um, she always looks really different at every day every show and I think I do listen to podcasts that she does with her coach I think they try to do different things sometimes based on feedback so they do actually change her look um, with each show depending on the feedback so it's really hard to kind of predict how she's going to show up like um, at the Olympia so this was going to say right imagine for all of a sudden for whatever reason Ash K starts posing like a legend then then our <laughs> predictions are screwed then, then we ain't yeah looking. yeah that messes everything up it, it really does mess everything up because I, I do think I just would love to see her pose, you know, to the, to the standard of some of the other ladies. And just quickly going back to Issa, I think that Issa's posing has definitely improved a lot, but I still think it's mm-hmm. not up to the standard of a Laurel Lee or even an Angelica. Yeah. I just feel like she's a little bit awkward in transitions and her, not just her footwork, but her facial expressions. And like, if you're posing and practicing and posting up videos and you're not hitting it off stage on stage, when there's more pressure, I don't think you're going to pose better than what you're posting on Instagram mm. with my, uh, so I got, uh, who do I say? I said seventh Ash K. Um, I'm going to have to put Jen, Jennifer Ronzidi in there. 
I have to. Mm-hmm. So where she's going to, where she's going to fit. I don't know. I think that like we mentioned before her posing so much better improved. I think she's hitting that front shot so much better. She's always had the development. She's always been in the top 10. Yeah, definitely. Top 10 in 2018 and 19. So she's always in the mix. I think she always hits that eighth, eighth spot. I think. I think she was top six one time. I feel. I should probably. I yeah. Like okay. I, maybe. You she know, I feel like I saw her in that photo where, you know, like the top six takes photos with like the flowers and stuff. I feel like she was in that one. Yeah, she Unless it was an Arnold's. Yeah. Oh, she's I can't she's remember, definitely but definitely in the mix sometimes. She's super consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're, you're probably spot on with that one. Uh, what would I like to do then? I, I, I'd say Ad- <laughs> Adriana. So hard. That's why I had to like lump them up together. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, Adriana has to be in there because she won the Europe Pro and yeah. uh, Beatrice was second. Beatrice Pascal was second in that. I'm a big, big mm-hmm. fan of Beatrice Physique. Like her structure, her proportions, her feminine look her shape is really good. And I think yeah. that's what the judges are going to really reward in the future. If we're talking about yeah. who can be potentially Especially her face and praising. Absolutely. She's got the whole package. And if we talk about future bikini, Miss Olympians, I think Beatrice would have to be discussed as one of those options because mm-hmm. she's still growing into a frame. She's still young and has all the time in the world to grow into her physique. Once she does, it's going to be very scary for the other competitors because even though the top five is improving every year, I think Beatrice has so much more room to improve than those ladies in the mix. And when she does make those improvements, those size changes, she's got the posing and the confidence. She's only going to get better. And I think she's potentially a future Miss Bikini. Not even potentially. I do think she's going to be a Miss Bikini Olympia champion in the very near future. Yeah. Within so the next good because five she's years. so young. <laughs> Within the next five years, I'm, I'm saying 100% certainty. I, I would put a lot of money on that one. I, I'm going to have to put, I think they're going to reward that as well. I'm going to put Beatrice in my top 10. So if she hits that ninth or 10th spot with Adriana, Adriana did beat her at the Europe pro show. Uh, yeah. I, Adriana probably has a little bit more size on Beatrice. Beatrice was probably not as good at the Europe show. She would definitely improved at her Texas showing. But the issue that I have as well is, is that I believe Beatrice placed fifth at that show. And there was a few other ladies that placed in front of her that will be competing. So we got Hannah and Hannah was in that um, third spot. So we spoke about Jimmy before, and then I believe Jazzy was fourth. So that's another thing. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a few ladies that could potentially mm-hmm. be in the top 10, you know, yeah. where do you see Jazzy potentially placing at this Olympia? I feel like she'd be close to the top 10. And if anything, she might like kind of just miss out. I don't know if she would actually make it to the top 10. Yeah. It really it, depends. Yeah. It's, it's going to be very interesting. I think, you know, like I'm a big fan of Jazzy. I do like her physique. I like her posing. I do think she probably comes in a little bit too flat. I don't see Beatrice coming in flat. I think that she looked mm. pretty good at her last show. I was, I was kind of confused how they rewarded her, you know, at the Europe show with the second place, which, uh, you know, probably not as conditioned um, versus the Texas show she slid to fifth. I thought that was very interesting. I'm not too sure what the reasoning was from the judge's point of view, but um, that does raise some concerns for me with the predictions, but I do think they're going to have to reward her because she's the future of the sport and I'd, I'd like everything that she does. And if my opinion is that, you know, when you're judging a show, you should be, you know, judging posing to a higher level, it should account for more of the scorecard than it is currently from what I see. Like when you have someone like Ash K who's posing the way she's posing, I don't think that sends a good message to the ladies 
that want to be bikini pros or that are bikini pros or even some ladies that are just coming up in the sport because obviously uh, everyone loves Ash, Ash K. We love her physique, but when we're nitpicking and we look at who's going to be the best of the best, you know, how can you reward that in the top six or the top 10? I, I think that posing needs to be marked um, accordingly and to a higher standard. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. I definitely think so. I think on paper it isn't, but that's why with like different shows, so like not like smaller shows, but I mean shows that are not the top, top tier shows. I don't know. Maybe in Asia, the Asian shows and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like it may not be on the judging criteria, but I think naturally as someone watching and even if they're not like super high quality judges, the praising does subconsciously make a difference to them. So I think a lot of times in those shows, a lot of girls who actually do pose better, um, they subconsciously praise better, if that's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you yeah, on that. So I think to most people who are not super technical, the praising naturally is something that does affect who they prefer um, or who they would pick in like, you know, their top three, top five, whatever. Right. Okay. So, so I think it's really important, but I think in the Olympia, on the Olympia stage, a lot of people get away with it. It's really weird. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, imagine for example, you know, let's, let's uh, take this uh, and say classic physique. Posing is so important in classic physique because you need to display your physique in a classical way, highlight, you know, big arms, small waist, really nice taper. We know what classic bodybuilding is. Imagine if the classic guys posed really shit, like just a standard bodybuilder or I look, I hate to say it, but I've got to keep it real with everyone to the standard of Ash K. Ash K doesn't pose at a high level. She poses like an amateur. Imagine if if Chris Bumstead all of a sudden started posing like that. You know, what would we look, would he be rewarded in the top three at the classic physique Olympia? I don't think so. I certainly wouldn't reward it because, you know, they are looking for the most polished person on stage. Someone that's going to be, you know, obviously the size, the condition, the proportion, all categories are the same. We're looking for the same thing from a fan standpoint, from a judge's point of view, coaches, athlete, et cetera. Why isn't it sort of rewarded in bikini to that level when it should be? That's the way I look at it. Um, I wanted to talk about Francesca. You know, what are your thoughts on her? I think that she's made some really crazy improvements this year, like in terms of size. I think she's a little bit overly done. She did place third at the Europe Pro Show. Um, then she won a show recently to qualify for the Olympia. Um, and that Pro Show, again, Adriana won from Poland. Beatrice was second. Francesca was third, I believe. What are your thoughts on her moving into this Olympia? I looked at her post. Someone sent me a, a story and her coach actually had her not training at nothing at all, apart from one glute session to the Olympia because she probably needed to lose some size. That might've been the feedback from the judges. I think I only saw that post cause you reposted it. I actually followed her for a long time. Um, I used to always wonder why she placed as highly as she did. Cause I always thought she was a little bit um, heavy on muscle just in her upper body, but this year she's much better. She's a bit more balanced. So but she's always had like a lot of muscle on her upper body, which I thought was a little bit weird that they would, uh, like reward someone who had like a stronger upper to lower but yeah. now it's better because her lower has caught up but then overall now she looks like very very big um so i think if she kind of downsized a little bit and i definitely came in super condition because i don't think back then that she also came in super condition so her conditioning this year has improved as well which is good so i think if she came in super condition and smaller then she would definitely do like pretty good as well is she quali- is she qualified for olympia i'm not sure i oh, no, she did yeah because she won a pro show recently oh, she, uh, yep 
I, ah, I forget yes, which yes. I forget which uh, pro show it was. I can't recall. Um, but it was it was just after the Europe Pro Show, and it was before the Texas, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about Rafaela. We were speaking about her off air, and yeah. she's always been in the mix in the, in the top ten. I really like her physique overall, her proportions, and because she's very feminine as well, to me she stands out on stage. And I do believe that, you know, from my point of view, from a fan's point of view, from a coach point of view, etc. I would love to see the IFB Pro League reward more feminine physiques. And that means feminine faces and, and pretty girls, because that's what we want representing the sport. And I think, you know, for people out there saying, oh, you know, does that mean you can't be average looking and do well? I think that people that, you know, you know, obviously dress up their hair, wear nice stage makeup, present and pose well, it's certainly appealing on stage. And that's what I'm referring to. I'm not talking about anything outside of that. We do not want to have ladies that look masculine on stage. And that means mm. having some interesting side effects, etc., which I won't get into, but I really like her look overall, Raffaella. So I'm curious to see where she's going to land. She could potentially be in the top 10 as well. I think that, you know, obviously we spoke about our top 10 and we have ladies that are knocking on the door in the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th sort of range. And I think she could be definitely in that range and maybe even sneak into the top 10. I think because there's such high quality, it might be a bit tough for her to sneak into the top 10 as much as like, I really, really, really like her physique. I think eventually she is hundred percent like top 10, even top five material. And like, I love like her look, like her face, her smile. There's like everything about her. Um, is she quite young as well? I'm not sure how old she is. You know what? I actually don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Yeah, because oh. I don't know whether if she's really young, then maybe she just needs more years of training so her muscles look a little bit like harder and denser. I think she still looks a bit more on like the, not model side, but like more like a really, really um, well, like a model with a really, really good body compared to like a bodybuilder. Like, that's what it makes sense. I think she's right. kind of in between. At the moment, I think, I don't know why, I don't know if it's the density or I don't know if it's a conditioning thing, but I just feel like maybe she just needs a bit more extra years of training and then her muscles will look that way, like a little bit harder. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, yeah, adding some size to the upper body would really benefit her because I'm just on her Instagram right now and looking at her front shot, she actually has some decent size in her legs, but I think more size overall would really benefit her, especially considering that the ladies nowadays are getting bigger and bigger. And because she's so feminine, I yeah. think that it would be great to see her in the mix. Cause I mean, if we're rewarding someone like Janet Leigh, who's obviously very pretty, why can't we, we uh, by that same logic, be rewarding someone like Raffaella? But maybe that's also why she's been in the top 10 the last couple of years. Yeah. I wanted to also speak about Maureen. I'm so, did we speak about Maureen? I'm so disappointed that she's not competing. <laughs> I think we did, but we also I've, talked about it off camera. So. Yeah, I have to say it again, because like she's definitely one of my favorite competitors yeah, from, yeah, she's very I feminine. I love her physique. Like she, she's a shorter competitor, but she's definitely my favorite uh, short competitor. I think she stands yeah. out. I know we spoke about some other competitors, but for me, I'm just disappointed that she's not in there. Cause I think that as tight as this top 10 is, this is definitely the best bikini Olympia top 10 we've ever seen. Oh yeah, definitely. That's why it's so hard. Yeah. But I would put Maureen in that. I would kick someone out for sure. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely for me as well. 100%. Like always been a really, really big fan of her. I think again, she's not as widely talked about as like, obviously the other people, but like, love her posing, her physique. Um, just again, she also has that like a density that like um, Raphael and Seth don't have. So I don't know, maybe she's been training for like a really long time as well. Um, but 
even though she has that like nice dense look, she's still super feminine, which I think is really, really great. So. Right. I wanted to go. Praising is amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. I wanted to go back to the Texas show where, so Hannah plays third at the Texas show, the battle of Texas. And she is like, I mean, at the end of the day, Hannah did beat who's was speaking about before uh, Jasmine and Beatrice. And she could potentially do the same. I mean, she could sneak in the top 10 potentially and beat um, both of those ladies and some other ladies based on her structure. Cause I actually do like, you know, she's got a small waist, got really nice glutes, got some size on her. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if she also potentially sneaks into the top 10 um, and beat some of the girls that we've mentioned. So I don't think the, the seventh, probably the eighth, ninth, 10th sort of placings aren't a lock for me. I do think they're interchangeable, but I am confident yeah. in my top 10, but I really like Hannah's physique. And I honestly never thought that she was as good as she was until I saw her at the Texas show. I think she just keeps getting better because she's always been like a smaller competitor. That's why I first started following her because I'm obviously a smaller competitor. So when I used to um, follow her a little bit more closer and stuff back in the day, um, since then she's definitely like slowly but surely like continue to just like add size. I think she needs a bit more glutes still, um, but her legs have definitely grown. But then now I don't know whether that's a little bit weird that like her legs are bigger, but her glutes are not like proportionate, if that sort of makes sense, like the legs are a little bit too big compared to glute. Yeah. Um, especially like in the front. I'm just looking at the photo right now. Um, yeah. Her standing, but I don't know if that's also a posing issue. Um, yeah. I'm looking at the same photo as well that I think you're looking at, but I do think, <laughs> yeah, I, I do a see what too you mean. Much like that. The, quad, the quad's a little bit maybe overpowering for a glute. I think if she was a bit full yeah. on the glutes, um, it would definitely help her when she's doing that side booty pop. She's got really nice, that 3d sort of looking glute, but, in that shot. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but maybe, but if you actually look at her foot position, she's posing with that foot at a right, right angle, mm. that 90 degree. So if she yeah. potentially, you know, hit a little bit of that quad rotated through the glute, she'd be able to sort of look a bit more balanced in that shot. Yeah, definitely. I just noticed that foot position Her foot placement's not probably highlighting her. Yeah. That's what it is. There you go. Yeah, it's not I, I, ideal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's a posing issue, but also if she points her leg forward, because again, she is someone that like traditionally was a little bit smaller. I don't know if her leg might look really skinny as well. So maybe that's why she did that. Yeah. Cause, yeah, cause of course we don't know what her glutes are going to look like with that different foot position, but I, I think it wouldn't mm. be a bad thing. Oh, here we go. Actually, I just found, I'm going to send this to you right now while we're talking. I, the <laughs> foot angle here is slightly different. Let me know what you think about this. And she's just holding a trophy. You can see that her quad shape looks different. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Did you see that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's better. Definitely better. But I still think if she can point the toe a bit more forward. And yeah, then a little she, bit I think more she needs to sit into her glute a little bit more as well because the glute still looks small. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Toe a bit more forward sit into the glute and rotate around a little bit and she would show more quad separation. The, the quads wouldn't be so overpowering. Um, who does that really well is Beatrice. I like how Beatrice has her foot position. Her foot works really good, but mm-hmm. that front yeah. shot, how Beatrice hits that pose really is what I'm talking about. For all the listeners, like, what are you guys talking about? Have a look at Beatrice's <laughs> foot where she, if she, yeah. if it's a front shot, her foot position or a toe position, I should say, um, compared to Hannah who poses with the foot position on um, you know, at a 90 degree angle to the camera. So that's probably the easiest way to explain it. If no one's sure what I'm talking about, just send me a DM and I'll, and I'll, and I'll explain it in more detail, <laughs> send you some photos. But 
I actually really like Hannah's this physique. This is how pedantic we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking at their feet. <laughs> People are going to be like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are these kids talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I've, um, we've had, I, have you had a coffee today? I've had, I've had a coffee today. Imagine if I did. Jeff, you had one? Oh my God. Uh, I had like pre-workout, but I was actually going to have another coffee before doing the podcast, but I actually haven't had my second coffee. So. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Is there anyone that you can think of that we haven't spoken about that you really like um, at the Olympia or even people that potentially or athletes that aren't competing? I really like this Korean girl. I think we were talking about it before, but I just, I don't know her name. Um, she did compete in the Japan Pro with Janet and stuff. And I think she placed like just below Janet. And I think she's really impressive. Like her small, her waist is really, really small. You know what I think gonna... if we pull up the Japan Pro like stuff. Was it, was it, the, was it the 2019 Pro show that you're talking about, right? It's the one where Claire and Steph, um, also competed at. Yeah, so I they believe. turned pro the day before. All right, so here we go. So I've got this up. Yeah, I think she's wearing blue bikini. Is this, hold on, is this the right one? 2019 IFB Pro. So Janet was first. And let's have a click here. Oh, here we go. She plays second. There you go. Oh, here we go. Do, 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 do. Let's have a look at her front shot. Do you want me to send this to you? Are you on your computer yeah, yeah. as well? I'm on my computer's Instagram, so you can send it um, to All right, Instagram. All right, I'm gonna, I've got to quickly do that then. So we're going Instagram.com and then we're going to go Nicole Tan and then we're going to forward it to you. I'll just copy and paste you the link and yeah. we'll see what I mean. Um, yeah. She looks, she looks really good. I wish I could share this somehow with the listeners right now, but we'll, um, we'll see if we can stalk her Instagram and we'll tell everyone, but her, um, so her name is song. I don't know how to pronounce it. R E. Yes. Our room, our room, our room. Yeah. Oh, there so you go. It's song Arum. Yeah. Yeah. That right. is her name. So I'm looking at her front shot there. Structurally, she's amazing. She's got a really nice yeah, amazing. And the proportions aren't bad. And that was last year. So who knows what type of improvement she's made, you know, with a whole year off season because it's been a year since she's that, – that show was in November 2019. Obviously, now we're in December. So with a year of eating up and growing, who knows what she's looking like right now. I haven't actually looked through her Instagram. I've got to stalk her properly and have a look. Is there anything on yeah, Instagram I'm recently? Trying to, I'm trying to find where – um, oh yeah, so her Instagram name is, you have to type in, I think like a double S O N G and then underscore R M E. That's why oh, yeah. she's so I've, hard to find. I've got her. Yeah. Wow. She yeah. looks so feminine. Hey, she's actually quite pretty too. Yeah. So she's so pretty, such a small waist. I'm really surprised that she didn't um, qualify for Olympia and the other Korean girls did. Cause like when I saw that a few Koreans were going, I thought for sure she would have been one that qualified, but I guess she didn't do the um, monster gym shows and stuff. Cause I remember at one point she was like, just posting normal like gym selfies. And I was just reposting them cause I was just so impressed. Cause she was just looking so damn good. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking at her rear shot from the Japan show and structurally her shape. Once she feels out of frame, whew, we got a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this she's this, definitely one to look out for. I think everyone's a, really lucky she didn't she didn't qualify. <laughs> yeah, this is a top ten Olympian for sure in the making. She'll get she'll get in the top ten next year, based on these photos and the, what like the potential of growth that we look at. I mean, if she's if she's Instagram? growing, yeah, yeah, I'm on Instagram. She has one photo. I just to scroll down, have a look. She put herself next to um actually um Issa, Attila, and Beatrice. How does she look? And Jandori as well. So like she like put this five of them in like the one photo. So and she definitely looks their standard. Like I would hundred percent put her in the top ten if like just based on like that comparison photo. 
Oh, there we go. I've got, scroll I've, down. I've yeah, you, down. You found yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting because what of okay, <laughs> what do all five of these ladies have in common in this photo, right? Crazy. Exactly. Crazy, crazy small waist. Like Jen Dory's got a really nice waist. Issa obviously does. Attila, the way she's posing there. Beatrice is like, you know, she's I need to come up with a new nickname, like a nickname for Beatrice, like the future. That's what any she's the future. <laughs> the future. She's the, the future. Boom. Beatrice, you are you are the future. <laughs> And um, yeah, I, I really like her actually. Yeah, she's definitely my favorite. So, yeah, she's a gangster. Absolutely. I think she's going to be really good for Korea and going to inspire the next generation. Oh, here we go. When was this? Nine weeks ago. Look at her glutes. So scroll a little bit down from that photo that we're just looking at. And then it's a black and white photo. Look at her rear shot from nine weeks Mm-mm-mm-mm. ago. Is this real life? Yeah, she looks really. Impressive. Do you see that? Do you see it? Are you looking at what I'm? Are you mm-hmm. seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, yeah, that, that, the, yeah the, <laughs> the comparison photo, right? In black and white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. people, you need to. So, just a reminder: Instagram handle is s s o n g underscore r m e, and her rear shot from nine weeks ago. Woo! Black and white photo. Yeah. It's very. Yeah, it's very almost like it's not Laura Lee standard, but it's getting there. Yeah, definitely. That bubble. She has that bubbliness, like too, like her muscles. But even every time she poses in the gym, just like a little shoulder flex, and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big fan, and I just followed her. I wasn't even following her. I don't know why, but really like her. Very good. Okay, so all right, so that well, this I've been. I feel like we've been talking about it for a while. It's like I'm f- like fanboy. <laughs> she's getting she's getting too much airtime now. All right, let's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who who else we got that did, that's not at the Olympia? What do you think? Um, anyone else come to mind? Her and Maureen. Her yeah. and Maureen mainly, yeah. Okay, so that's another thing. Like her and Maureen, who, who would win? I think Maureen probably got more experience. Maureen would probably, for now, would be in a better position mm. to to do damage. Um, but both of them are quite impressive. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, what else have we got there? You know what I need to do? I actually need to go on my phone quickly, and then see if we've got some interesting questions. But I'm not going to read the really crazy questions, people, because. <laughs> Uh, so, so we've got some simple generic questions. Who is the best proportions and posing in your opinion to take the win? So best. All right. So who's the best poser? We're going to lock in the best poser, Nicole. Who's the best poser of the, we're predicting the best poser of the day. All right. Lorelei. Lorelei. Okay. I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say Beatrice is going to be the best poser. All right. Yeah. And, and then um, I'm not going to read these silly questions. So we've got some really silly questions here. So, um, Wow. These I'm serious. Are, these are some nuts, <laughs> but I don't want to go into the whole PED thing. So we're not oh, going to make okay. it. Yeah, let's yeah. not talk about that. We're not going yeah. to go into that one today. We can always do that another time. So Jen Ron has improved so much. Do you think she'll make the top five? Mm-hmm. So this is from Karen. And okay. she's a, she's a IFB pro. I want to send you her, I'm going to send you her um, Instagram handle. She actually looks really good too. I really like her physique. Here we go. Sending to Nicole Tan. So this is KarenFit.IFB Pro Instagram handle for oh, everyone. Oh, okay. I, I feel yeah. like I've seen her profile. Yeah, she's speaking about small waist. She's got a nice small waist. She's got, got a bit of growing to do with her physique, but she's definitely got it. But good question. I think that Jen Ron, I mean, let's be real. Let's keep it real, people. She has placed the top 10 at the Olympia, not posing as well as she can. So this is someone we spoke, we obviously spoke about Ash K not posing to the best of her ability. I think Jen Ronzidi has really improved their posing. Can she potentially sneak into the top five? Whew, it's going to be top, really tough for her to do that. I think 
if she poses mm. to the level, she can definitely sneak into the top six and I would kick yes. Janet out of the top six. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. How about, how about this is a, yeah, this is a question for me, right? If you were judging this Nicole and this was your bikini Olympia and you're like the head judge, right. And you're, and you're the only one judging, you don't have to listen to anyone. There's not seven judges, whatever it is. Where would you legitimately place Janet at the Olympia provided that we're assuming, well, we've got to assume cause we, we don't know what she's going to look like, but we're assuming she's going to look a certain way. Where would you place her? No bias. <laughs> Bought mission. Oh, Bought mission. I hope, she, I hope she never. I hope she never hears this. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't. I don't think. I'm, I think. I don't think we're important enough for her to listen. Triple <laughs> I, I, who is this girl talking about me? Um, probably like eighth or ninth, to be honest. Yeah, I would. I would move her down. Yeah. Yeah, but because it's, think- it's like my Olympia, and I'm gonna be like a bit more biased into the physique that I like. So even though she does look good, but I personally am not like a huge fan. I mean, I do like a lot of things about her, like you know, obviously her like her stage presence and you know her prettiness and everything, um, conditioning and all that. But yeah, probably like eight. <laughs> yeah. So this is an interesting question. So who has the best proportions? So what do you think about that? So overall proportions. We're not talking about size. So oof, proportions, proportions. Uh, it has to be Issa just because structurally. Yeah, agreed. Like, yeah, yeah, it just has to be because just bone-wise, I think her skeleton is 100% different <laughs> from everyone else, I swear. Like, she's probably missing a few, like, lower ribs and then, like, her clavicles are, like, obviously bigger. I, I was going <laughs> like, to say, yeah, she's she's probably removed from ribs maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, her skeleton is definitely superior. <laughs> Absolutely. Um so this is okay. So this is a question that we kind of answered this. So underrated competitors that are in the top 10 and that you, th- Oh no, we didn't answer this. And you think who will do well in next at next year's Olympia. So with a whole year off season, who that we spoke about in the top 10 could potentially move up a few places. It's a great question. Beatrice. Beatrice, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. AKA the future. The future for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think Attila. I really, I'm a big fan of Attila. I think that she can move yeah. up quite a lot. And she was, I can't recall what she placed last year. I know that she was in the top 10. Um, if I could quickly just have a look, let's have a look if I can find it. Um, 2019 Bikini Olympia. Here we go. Where did she place? Okay, here we go. So Attila last year was eighth. I don't, I don't know why I didn't know that. So Jen, Jen Ronziti was seventh. Attila was eighth. There you go. So, and then Maureen was ninth. So that was the top nine. I do think, yeah, I, I, obviously we've got her in our top five, top six. And I think that Attila is good enough to be in the top three next year if she keeps improving. Yeah, definitely. So that's... Oh, that's... but I don't know. But it just depends. Like, because I don't really see... Angelica's a boss though. I don't really see the top three going anywhere. Like if the top three keep competing, it's just going to be really hard. I feel. Especially like Laura Lee as well. I think she, in a year's time, is going to be even better. You know, um, I think with Isa, it's a bit hard. I don't think she can get any better because it might be too much. See, you know, like that, what else can she do? She can't really, she doesn't really have much more room to grow bigger or to get leaner because she just looked too much. See, this is an interesting thing. Like, because obviously I've been very critical of Isa on, um, on Instagram land. And I think that <laughs> <laughs> I, um, and uh, people probably have the, 
misunderstanding that I don't like her. I don't like her physique. I think her physique's amazing. I think she's got the most incredible structure and shape and symmetry. I just find it challenging, like to reiterate with the size that she put on. And as she was dieting down, she didn't look bikini. I think now she's going into bikini territory, but I think one thing that she definitely improved on is her glute density. Her glute size is like, she's just, her glutes have exploded when she obviously put on all that size. So if she can maintain Mm -hmm. the upper body size to fit the bikini criteria and everything flows with that extra glute size. I think she's going to do really well. And it's just a matter of, is she going to stay in the category? Is she going to continue to do what she's doing and grow a lot in the off season? Is it really necessary to push the body weight up and push the muscle up that high to, you know, maintain her Olympia status, Olympia champion status? I don't know, but I think that she needs to be careful as well. So Laura Lee will continue to improve. What do you think yeah. Laura Lee needs to do to beat Issa? Whether it's this year or next year, or is that Actually, achievable? Or is, does Issa need? I to don't know. Us? I kind of feel like, like I said before, like I think Issa is pretty hard to beat. Like it's kind of Im- not impossible to beat her. I would like to see what kind of physique would be able to beat hers because as much as I love Lorelei's physique, hers is still totally different from Issa's. So I don't know what she can do to beat Issa because they're so different, and that sort of makes sense. Like. She can do a lot to make herself better, but as much as she can improve, I still don't know if it's enough to be Isa because Isa is in her own like category. Again, her, her skeleton is superior to everyone. <laughs> it is. It, it's very, very challenging. It's just like I just don't even know. <laughs> so okay, I think yeah, that that would be going going back to what we we're just talking about. So I think Attila for me and Beatrice can potentially improve the most for next year and move up a lot. Would there be anyone else mm-hmm. that you would think that could potentially move up a lot? Or was just mainly going to be consistent? Yeah. I think it's just really hard for anyone to actually crack that top three. Cause it's just so strong. Mm. Like especially Angelica being so like consistent and she already has all the development and everything. Like it's going to be really hard for someone to overtake her. Yeah. So someone wrote here, so what does Laura Lee, so this is Samantha, I shouldn't say someone, Samantha, what does Laura Lee need to improve on? If you, if you were a coach, you're looking at a physique, you know, what does she need to improve on to, to get better for even next year? Because hmm. obviously from last year to this year, the conditioning was a big concern. So I think her yeah. best look to date was the, when she placed second to Angelica, 2018 Olympia. I think a lot of people yeah. predicted to, for Laura Lee, to be the next, the new bikini Olympia champion. I certainly did in 2019. It didn't happen. She fell to fourth place. Um, I do think obviously now she's looking her best ever. Props to Sean Roden. I think that Sean probably has a lot to do with Laura Lee building the physique that she's built this year. Obviously training with Mr. Olympia has to have some really big benefits. I mean, this is not training with Mr. Olympia, although this has made some really good improvements. I think that Laura Lee has made some really good changes, obviously in her muscle development and conditioning. And uh, it would have to be in my, my opinion, because of Sean prior to this year in 2018, that was her best look. And she actually worked for herself for that Olympia. And then I believe 2019 for the Arnold went to a different coach. Didn't have a really good look. Probably was one of her worst looks, if not her worst look to date and then switched to her current coach and didn't have success at the Olympia, fell back to fourth, 2019 Olympia, I believe won the pro show. Was it an Italian pro show um, just after the Olympia to qualify for the 2020? And uh, here we are in 2020, 
looking like she's on track to hit, you know, a top three, a top two placing at the Miss Bikini Olympia. But I mean, it should be pretty obvious. If you're training with Mr. Olympia, you're certainly going to develop, you're going to learn how to train. You're going to develop a physique that's definitely worthy of becoming an Olympia champion. So shout out to Sean Roden for, for getting that done. But uh, I, I don't know. What does she need to improve on? I, I suppose a little bit more taper in the upper body. If you, if this is going to be rewarded, you have to keep that taper strong. Mm. You have to highlight yeah, that. Exactly. Just like a little bit more lats maybe, but I think she's perfect. Like her actual proportions and stuff right now. Um, just got to see exactly how conditioned she gets in time for the Olympia, because obviously the last few like Olympias and like Arnold's and stuff that we've seen, Laura Lee, she was just, the only thing that she was lacking was conditioning. So I think that is something that's not easily fixable, but I'm like, yeah, with enough time, anyone can come in like, really conditioned enough you know yeah so based on yeah all the hard work for her i feel like it's done already um because she's very well developed everywhere like glutes and shoulders especially so um if like you know she doesn't be east it's going to be just really hard on her for her to go home and be like what else can i do you know i don't even know if i was her like what would i have to do like i don't know (laughs) yeah well i think she's i think by the looks of her videos that she's posted guaranteed improve from last year's package she's been in condition yeah. early this time and i think mm-hmm. she's left it all on the line so props to laura lee for making it happen i'd love to see her win i yeah. i would like I'd, I'd, I'd really hope that she does and hope we're wrong but i do think yeah. this is probably a little bit too strong um question here from Haley. so how big is too big will the winner define a change in the look globally i think so I feel like if Laura Lee won this year, um, things might change a little bit next year, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, re- <laughs> I just refreshed. I'm not laughing at that answer. I refreshed my Instagram question. I got the stupidest question. I can't answer. I can't ask this on air, but I, I can talk to you about it off air. But I, the person, I'll, I'll reply to this person individually. But I also agree. But I'm not going to go there. It's too harsh to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, one of the other questions that I got was thoughts on Issa and Attila's coach removing carbs from his girls. I'll answer this first. So Issa, I think it's probably needed because as we discussed, she was probably a little bit too big for the category. I think that if you're too big for the category and maybe she got, or maybe the coach got feedback from the judging panel saying, listen, you need to make sure she doesn't come in that big because she comes in that big. You're not going to be rewarded as a Miss Bikini Olympia champion. So I think um, Issa was definitely needed. Um, Attila, I don't know. I suppose it depends on also the conditioning. If Attila's not in shape, you got to remove calories to get in shape, right? Mm-hmm. It just depends on that. So it depends on so many factors like size, depends on conditioning, depends on if they're, you know, needed to plead a little bit more before a carb up. I don't know the coach's protocol. So it just depends on where they're at. What are your thoughts, Nicole? Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong, especially if it's like right now, because it's pretty close. So it might just be like part of, the peak week where um, maybe he just needed Attila and Issa to deplete a little bit more before carving up. Like I think this close don't really see an issue because he probably has his reasons or whatever it may be. But if it was say like zero carb 12 weeks ago, then yeah, probably an issue. (laughs) So it really depends. I don't really think it's an issue right now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think will be the biggest shock out of this year's Olympia? So if you could predict anything, what would it be? Shock, um, <laughs> Ashley posed like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh wow, that I would be so happy if she did that. If she comes out, yeah, and just I slayed, think everyone would be 
really shocked, but like that would be a good shock, you know, like, wow. Yeah. Cause I, I like, I think yeah. her physique is actually really good. Like I'm a big fan of, like we mentioned a glute hamstring tie and her calves are really awesome. And if she come out and yeah. pose like a boss, wow, that would make it. So imagine if Issa comes in, I don't like, let's say for example, Issa and Laura Lee are off, right? How about the top three are off? That just leaves Olympia wide open. That would be much more fun for me to see everyone coming off mm-hmm. and then just a new champion. Yeah. But that's yeah. not going to happen with how like Angelica looked. Obviously, the Texas show, she was yeah. pretty much in shape. Could have been a little bit better in the glute hamstring. Did you have a look at uh, Angelica's win over there in Texas? Um, not a proper photo. I saw like the winning photos, you know, the ones where you like hold the um, a sword. Or yeah, the sword. She looks like a boss from the front. Sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I didn't see proper like stage, stage um kind of stuff. I just saw her winning, um, but also already predicted her winning. So I didn't look too much into it. I was like, oh yeah, of course she won. Uh, really yeah, I, I looked at the results yeah. and I was just like, okay, like duh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of just like yeah, I expected her to win. Um, she was looking really good all the way leading up to that, and even um, was it the Arnold's? Yeah, Arnold's was the last time I saw her, I think, and she looked really, really, really good. Like so well improved then already, um. I think that was between her and Janet, was it? I could, this year has been so long. I completely forgot about it. I don't even remember what happened, but like, I just remember like, yeah, the Arnold, she really, really brought it. And like, oh, so, um, yeah. yeah. We could be had so much going on there. That's, that's when um, everything was going down the shithole. I'm actually on Google right now trying to look at photos, but I can't find anything, but that's all right. But I, I did see the, her from the front. She looked completely killer. I'm just having a look at other questions, but some of the questions are absolutely ridiculous. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is a good question. Did just come up right now? So why haven't we seen Australians in the mix? So obviously that question, meaning Aussies qualifying for the Olympia and then obviously competing. At the Let Olympia. me answer that. <laughs> uh, I'll answer that because the, well, the only chance I think we got to qualify this year would have been the Australian Arnold's would have and with that show it's generally really hard anyways for most Australians because there was like I think yeah so um Janet was coming to that show I believe Issa was coming to that show um Angelica was supposed to but I think in the end she didn't there was like a lot of Olympians yeah, coming to Be- that show Beatrice so and even Attila was realistically, too. <laughs> yeah Attila yeah so realistically even though that was the one chance that the Australians got to go to the Arnold's it wouldn't have been in our favor, but anyways, it got canceled. So um, we didn't get a chance there. And then after that, like the borders closed. So we literally had no other opportunity to actually qualify. So and that is why there is no Australian there. <laughs> so have, have Can you a- sense the bitterness in my voice? <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It does. I mean, yeah, we weren't allowed. This is the thing, like for anyone outside of Australia, you need to understand we weren't allowed to leave the country. There was pro shows yeah, we couldn't, uh, available. Just, yeah. And if you lived like, for example, like for everyone listening, like we have different states in Australia and Nicole's from Western Australia and your border completely closed. You couldn't even travel domestically. That's the thing that people don't understand. So you have, you know, people in America, the Americans are traveling freely between states in Australia. If you were, for example, in Victoria, we could not leave the state of Victoria. um, If, unless we wanted to quarantine for two weeks. And even then it's like, you've got to pay this massive fee to quarantine and you got to pay fee when you quarantine on, let's say if I wanted to travel outside of Victoria, two weeks quarantine and I could travel back to Victoria, two weeks quarantine. So that's four weeks of quarantine and you can't compete like that. It's just not, it's just not possible at all. And then you don't have access to a gym. So good luck with that happening. 
I think if we opened, because um, initially they were saying like if we did open, we'd open kind of like a South Pacific, like kind of, so we won't be able to fly to America anyways. But then um, if I could have went to like the Korean shows, I think there was a few Australians thinking about going to the Korean shows. That's why there was like a few Koreans that all like qualified for the first time to Olympia. I think this is the most Koreans that have ever been to Olympia. That's because right. I think they had three qualifiers. Um, so they had three qualifiers. Nobody could come. So it was just within the Koreans. So three Koreans are going to Olympia as was just, you know, um, but yeah, for us, unfortunately in Australia, it was just a little bit harder because there wasn't that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Moving on to, let's say the next year's Olympia, right? What Australian pros, you know, do you think could potentially qualify for the Olympia if, well, that depends on if we've got open borders, because right now I don't think many of us are looking at traveling overseas with COVID. The restrictions here are quite interesting. So if we're allowed to travel, what Australians do you think could potentially qualify for 2021 Olympia? Um, I think Ness Herrera would definitely be like at the top pick. I mean, she placed fourth in the Australian Arnolds, like with the American pros and stuff. So obviously she is, you know, going to be compared well, like next to them. I think she's also competed like in a bunch of overseas shows as well. So in a way it's not politics or whatever, but like a lot of people always say like, you know, when it comes to, being a pro, you need to have competed a few times. Like they they say that like, you know, your face has to be seen a few times. Like you have to kind of make make your rounds around the circuit kind of thing. Like no one goes from like an uh, amateur straight to the Olympia stage kind of thing. And I think Ness Herrera has obviously placed the highest, um, done, you know, probably the most shows and done relatively well, you know. So um, obviously she would be... Um, uh, my pick, I think, to be like next in line to post yeah. Olympia. Do you have any yeah, other uh, any uh, any other ladies that you think could potentially qualify? Um, me. <laughs> what do you think? Well, how about this? Don't forget, we've got that Australian Pro Show in eleven and a half weeks. So, for the ladies that are competing, I'm not sure if Ness is competing. So, this is something that we can talk about oh, as okay. well. Um, to my knowledge, Ness is a maybe. I think that the people that have confirmed, so you've got Claire there, Steph's confirmed, uh, Shanae's confirmed. Um, you've got oh, yeah. Katie, Katie Morris, you have Bridget Bailey, you know, you've got, uh, I, I'm not, Alif as well as confirmed. I'm not too sure who else is confirmed, but those are some of the people that have, that are looking at doing it. I do know this is a maybe. Alexandra is probably a maybe as well. Mm. So out of those girls that are competing, who do you think could potentially win? And you also have, so the winner of the pro card, Whoever wins the pro card the day before can enter into that pro show as well. So who, who do you think potentially could win that? I'll just do top three. Yeah. You're always doing top three. <laughs> so, All right, let's um, do top three. Yeah. Top three. I'll say, yeah. Only because Alexandra is a maybe I'll just not put her in there just because we'll just do the ones who are confirmed. It is yep. easier for me. <laughs> so um, yeah, like Claire, Shanae, Steph would be top three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they also have the most um, want. So there's like a lot of pros that I really like that maybe it's not their number one priority in life to go to Olympia. Do you know what I mean? So even though I feel like they might have potential, but they may not really want to go. Whereas these top three, I know they really, really want it. Like they want it as much as I want it. So because of that, I think if you just keep competing and you are pretty good already, you just keep improving and you have a good coach. And I know like two of them are with you, so... Oh no, one actually um, is with you. So yeah. Um, yeah, then you're just going to do really well. I think eventually 
a bunch of us could potentially all grow if we have the opportunity and if just we kind of keep trying. Mm. So I would like to yeah, see. Yeah, those are my top three. Yeah, I, I like that. I'd like to see Julia Barnard jump in there. I'm not sure if she's. Yeah, yeah. I, too. I think she would do really well there, but I don't know if she's um, super keen on that. Just yeah, I, I don't know. And even, I, think, I, I think she's really enjoying life at the moment. Um, right. And she's generally happy with what she's doing. She always looks good. Um, so, and I think she wants to travel to be able to travel. Like, I think she values, you know, being able to travel with her family mm. more than like traveling for a competition as well. And a hundred percent respect that as well. So it just really depends. Whereas I feel like, you know, Steph and Claire and Shanae, they, they just really want to compete and they will fly to compete. Um, I think they've all flown to compete before um, already. So, yeah, I think they would make it happen. So Absolutely. Because sure. all, all three of those ladies went to Japan. Like, and Sinead went yeah, earlier yeah. this year to Japan. And obviously she was looking at doing the Arnold too. And then Steph and Claire turned pro in Japan last year and then mm-hmm. competed at the pro show. I think, uh, yeah, there's not, to my knowledge, forgive me for anyone if I missed you out, but I don't have the list. Like, <laughs> Tony hasn't released the list of people that are competing. So if you are competing, let me know <laughs> if you want to let me know. But um, yeah, I do hope that Ness competes as well because I think that would be a lot, a lot of yeah. fun to see her compete. Melissa Carver, I spoke to her the other day and she's not competing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think she's been alluding to that she wasn't like and yeah. just on her Instagram post and stuff. Yeah, so I think she's looking at doing a show later later next year, but yeah. it would be great to see her compete because she's really exciting okay. in terms of her I think she'll do really well. But with with regards to also how much she will push it to want to actually fly to Olympia, like mm. I think she'll compete, but I don't know whether she'll go out of her way to really like do all the shows if she like just missed out, came second or whatever. Then most of us would be like, all right, what's the next show? We'll fly there, wherever it may be. Or else I think maybe it's not her priority to be like looking for every single show possible um, to try and qualify, you know? Um, but she definitely has the potential. So I think it's just up to her whether how badly she wants it. Yeah. I actually want to go back to the Olympia. There was someone that I missed out on the talking about. So Ashlyn Brown, she, she had, had the most amount of points. So the top five qualify on points. And so there's Ashlyn, um, Jasmine, Maya, Brina, and Brittany. Out of those girls, like Ashlyn Brown's been competing a lot. I think she plays second a couple of times as well. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. she's always sort of in the mix. Um, I just want to give her a special shout out because she's obviously, she competes like a boss. We're talking about, you know, traveling and just competing and competing and competing. And she's obviously competed a lot, finished on top with 31 points. The next closest person was 22 points. So mm. she's obviously committed to going to the Olympia. She was obviously going for the win as well. Yeah, she secured her spot based on points, that's Ab- for sure. Absolutely. She destroyed that. So it could be very interesting to see what happens. And I, I'd i love to see a new champion though. I just, um, I, don't think <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Is there anyone else that we sort of, that you think that we missed out on that we haven't sort of spoken about? Australian pro, the Olympians and international competitors. I don't feel like we talk about Angelica a lot. Probably deserves to be talked about a little bit more, but like. All right. So, so let's, let's talk about Angelica. Cause I think the problem with Angelica is that we always, it's like Angelica. It's like, you'd sort of don't need to speak about it. We know she's going to be there. She's going to be good. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like we did speak about her being an ambassador and a boss for the sport and um, just a really nice person in general, but you know, what do you, what think do you think she, she needs to do? <laughs> mm, I was going to ask you that. You, yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. So if I was looking at her physique, like I, th- I think her front shot's quite overwhelming in, in the best way possible. I think that mm-hmm. I actually really like, she's probably not as wide as obviously Isra and Laura Lee structurally. So in the shoulder, shoulder yeah. to waist ratio, but that doesn't matter because 
I do think Angelica beats Laura Lee in the front shot because of her conditioning and just how just the quad density, how the glute ties in and her overall proportions. Her midsection's always super tight. If you look at Laura Lee, even in 2018, when she competed against Angelica and they were getting compared, obviously Laura Lee's a lot bigger now. Um, but I found that, you know, the reason why Angelica got the nod when I kept studying the result was that just the, the front shot was just overwhelming in terms of the quad density, the glute size and the midsection conditioning. One thing that, you know, this has obviously got a small waist. Laura Lee's got a small waist, but Angelica has this density to the midsection that really pops and highlights her nice waistline. She might not have the smallest waistline, but she's actually got a very, very nice, dense, conditioned waistline. And I think that's really mm-hmm. overpowering in the front shot. So what I would like to see is her glute hamstring being a little bit tighter. I think that, mm. you know, in the past, she's probably let herself down, especially when she's going to, to walk to the rear, not as tight as it needs to be, especially at last year's Olympia. Um, and even, you know, at the Arnold, it could be a little bit improved. I do think if she brought in that glute hamstring tie-in, let's say to the level of conditioning of an Ash K, that would be interesting. If Angelica was in that type of conditioning from the rear, then whew, I, I think that that would completely change the game and should be super dangerous. I'd just like to see a little bit tighter. And that sometimes means it could be carving up. I don't know what a carve up protocol is. She mm. might be a little bit flat. And when you're a little bit flat, you might have that little bit of loose skin in the glute hamstring, especially noticeable yeah. in the walk to the rear. I think she said that's what happened last year. So she said she was perfectly carved up. And then because she was Miss Olympia, she had to go on last. So as she was waiting for everyone to do their routine, she slowly started to like, um, what's the word? I don't know, like not be as full, you know, because she had to wait for so bit. long. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said after that, that's pop, like, that's why I was a little bit more jigglier because, um, you know, the just carbs kind of just like went away. So it could be possible that that was what happened because that's what she said. Mm. Um, I know you, you said you thought she had a period, which is also possible, but um, that's what she said happened. It's just could, because could she was be. waiting for too long backstage. Yeah. yeah, could be, but I mean, that makes sense. So you've, she would have flattened out. So she didn't have a period, um, could have flattened out a little bit, but yeah. Okay. So, I mean, but not just that props for her for being honest. She's just straight up like, Hey, listen, <laughs> this is what I did. And you know, didn't get the yeah. outcome that I wanted. Um, I, I like the fact that she sort of mentioned it to her fans and put it out there. I didn't see that post. I didn't see her do that. So, um, yeah, I think she was like a talking one. Um, yeah, I can't remember, but I remember watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably what she needs. And if she did that, her glutes are very full from the rear. She's got really nice outer glute shape, just the lower glute density. She could stand next to a Laura Lee in the rear pose. No problem. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think Issa's glute density is probably, even next more next level than uh than both of them we're talking when i say both of them i'm talking about laura lee and angelica yeah yeah i think it's gonna be really exciting just to see them stand next to each other as much as like we feel like it's already kind of predetermined but it'll be good to see like how they look next to each other anyway oh, i'm just looking forward to seeing like laura lee at 100 percent, like meaning not mm-hmm. not holding water not yeah, yeah. You know, not being in shape just spot on the money which she looks like she's spot on the money for me I'm really yeah. excited to see her 100% compared to Issa at 100%. Like that's going to be really good to see. Yeah. And then hopefully Angelica's yeah. at that level, which will be a really exciting top three. Because um, yeah. I, I don't think that, you know, when I do look at Jen Dory, I think and Attila, they don't have the density to stand in that top three at this stage. There's, no, a, there's, something, it, yeah. there's something missing out of those, out of those girls. So we're interesting to see. 
um, what happens there. I'll just quickly see if we've got any other more questions. Uh, not any more good questions that we can talk about on air. A lot of these are silly questions. But <laughs> that's because I'm a silly person when I generally talk about things. But I want to keep this podcast PG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're, sure. gonna we're gonna do that. Who's gonna okay? Who's gonna get the most prettiest award at, at the Olympia? Who do you think? Ooh. If we had if we had one, a prettiest award. Hmm. So we spoke about the best poser. You said Laura Lee. I said Beatrice. We talked about the most improved. We talked about who has the most potential in in the years to come. We talked about, obviously we talked about Issa being a, a freak of a freakazoid. Who gets the most prettiest award? If that's a thing. I feel like Janet. <laughs> you still think Janet? She's locking in Janet. I actually think Attila's quite I, I pretty. I just really like her face. I think she's just really, really pretty in her yeah, face. Like as no much as like, you know, I always, I don't really say like, you know, overly nice things about her physique and stuff like that. But I just really think she's really, really pretty. Obviously like um, um, Raphael as well, of course. I'm definitely <laughs> going to lock that in. Who's Okay. How about this? This is a question I want to ask you because obviously you follow a lot of these pros. Who do you think has the best mindset and who do you think trains the hardest based on what you've seen? mindset a hundred percent Angelica Boom. I think she has the best mindset for sure um I think Laura Lee trains the hardest but I think it's because she trains with Sean maybe <laughs> you know what I actually I actually want to agree with that I actually think that Laura Lee yeah and and trains the hardest also means trains the smartest like when oh, she's I remember training... the smart because Laura Lee she said one time she doesn't even count her reps she literally always goes to bed yeah yeah Yes. Yeah, so in my opinion, like kind of when I think about training hard, I kind of think about that, but I think also because her physique allows her to do so. Like a lot of people reckon like I train really hard, but also because I feel like my physique allows me to, because I don't have to worry about like pushing it too far. Like I can just go really heavy, like just to failure. And I don't have to worry about, you know, looking too big or whatever, you know? And I think like Laura Lee doesn't have to worry about that at the moment. Whilst I feel some of the other girls maybe have to make sure they don't go too heavy or like for whatever reason, you know, just kind of pull back a little bit. So it's not their fault for um, like quote unquote, not training hard enough, but they're training smart to, to their body. Yeah. So, but yeah, mindset, hundred percent Angelica um, best mindset for sure. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with that. I think Angelica has got the strongest mindset. She believes she can crush it. Laura Lee, probably the hardest trainer, but I, I do think she's the smartest mm-hmm. because whenever I do look at her videos, you know, she's really contracting. She's training smart. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's interesting because she trained a lot at gold's gym. Like I remember back in the day, it was like um, that sort of Charles glass type training. Um, and I think Sean used Charles and he used a couple of, um, I, can't, I can't recall. There's a few guys that Sean used to train with the golds and they had that sort of same style of training. And you just like, mm-hmm. I, look Laura, to failure. <laughs> yeah, I look at Laura Lee and I'm like, I just, that's where it's from. I just think like Sean's obviously yeah. had a lot of influence on her and it's definitely shows in her physique because I just feel like her, her physique's on point this time around. So that's actually quite interesting. Is there anything else that you'd like to discuss that we haven't already? Um, I just want to say everyone looks amazing. And <laughs> I can't wait to see all of them. And um, sorry about all the mean things I've said. <laughs> So have to be politically correct. I think I think you've done pretty well. Um, there was a few there's a few interesting things that I didn't say because I wanted to make sure that this was, you know, not a podcast yeah. where you know Troy's bullying anyone. Um, I just want to give yeah. my honest opinion and I constructive think we're just really criticism. Nitpicky, like, but I'm like that with myself as well, and like with my clients, we just like you know pick at everything. <laughs> right, absolutely. Because if you want to be great at anything, and if you know fans of the sport, we're going to have to sort of decide on 
you know, who do we think is going to win? And we're, we're basing that mm. on what we're seeing. And we have to compare these ladies in order to pick our top five, our top 10 or top three. And if we don't do that, you know, no one can improve. So that's why ladies compete to win. And if they don't, they get judges feedback and they can make improvements. So we're obviously predicting the result, the outcome. It's going to be a lot easier to watch the Olympia and then make the call as we see it. But this is obviously, we're assuming everyone's going to look the way that we think they're going to look. But it's yeah. um, the only person I think that I was humming and harring about having Hannah in there, but oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I put Beatrice in my top 10 instead. So that was, but we agree on yeah. the top 10. So there you go. So we're absolutely yeah, going to be absolute yeah. legends if we get that correct. <laughs> I think we disagree on the like specific like um, placings, but in general, the top 10 and like the three different tiers that we have like somewhat divided, like top three, top six, and then like, um, top 10 kind of tiers we somewhat agree on. Yeah. Right, okay. How about this? So, cause we'll probably wrap this up cause I think we're out of questions, but I want to ask you this one thing. If there is going to be a dark horse that comes out of nowhere, that surprises everyone that could potentially, you know, place a lot higher than we think, who could that be? I feel like Beatrice is a bit of a dark horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very unpredictable to see where she can come in. Yeah. I, I, you know what I'm going to yeah. say? I'm going to say Jendori. Even mm. though everyone knows that she's great, like we obviously rate her highly, I think she could potentially, you know, she could sneak into the top three. Same thing with Attila, but I just feel like for whatever reason, I think Jendori could potentially be in the top three. I don't know why. Mm. Um, I just think her rear shot's killer. And I think that, you know, she could compare really well to, I mean, look, think of it like this. Laura Lee hits a rear shot. You know, Issa, hits, Issa's in her own league, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Laura Lee and Jen Dory hitting a rear shot next to each other, both in shape peeled from the rear. And then you put Angelica in between them. That's going to be an interesting comparison. If Angelica hasn't yeah, that good hamstring really in, hard for the judges, Jen sure. Dory might, yeah. might potentially slip in there and beat Angelica in the rear shot. But obviously, like we mentioned, yeah. I, I really think Angelica's front shot's superior. But... Jen Dory's my dark I love horse. how Jen Dory's muscles sit on her as well. Again, she has that like more bubblier kind of like look to her, which I really, really like. Also like her frame of her body is kind of represents um, Isa's a little bit more. I don't know if I really mentioned this or if I told you about this off air, but structurally like Jen Dory and Attila has a little bit more of like the Isa um, structure compared to like Lolly and Angelica look quite different from Issa and that sort of makes sense. There's like Issa and then Jendori I feel like is um like represents her the closest. Is yeah, that okay. sense? I'm feeling your yeah, yeah, like so just you... like shape wise, the posing, just how like the body sits, I feel they have that to look, the Issa look. Right. So because that and when you mm-hmm. say that Issa look for the people that aren't sure what you're talking about, you're talking about that small waist, that crazy shoulder to waist ratio, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah okay and i think yeah jen dory definitely has that i think jen jen definitely has that over angelica i think laura lee definitely yeah. has that shoulder to waist ratio but i believe but that she laura has her lee, own shape her shape's a bit she, different it's yeah. a unique shape but she has a longer torso yeah very unique right yeah, so that that's yeah. what it is it's that longer torso look and it's it's like a taller look on a competitor whereas jen dory mm-hmm. jen dory has a long torso but it's not as long as laura lee and i think that's probably why you know, Jen maybe has that sort of more Issa type structure. If you're, if you're probably yeah, making the that structure, argument. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. 
I just I can't wait to see this. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Who, okay, I'm really excited to see everyone. I wanted to ask you one last question and we'll wrap it up. Who's going to win the men's mm-hmm. Olympia? So the bodybuilding, who's going to win that? Who's going to win that? People are going to hate me when I say, like, I don't really follow it. <laughs> um, but I think Phil, if Phil's doing it, I'm pretty sure he said he is. So then, like, yeah. um, a big fan of Phil always have been. Sorry, Sean. But <laughs> yeah. But see, if, if Sean, Sean was allowed to compete, man, I've, I've been a sh- fan of Sean for so long. If Sean was allowed to compete, you know, I'm, I'm Sean Roden all day. I was so happy when he beat Phil. I was like, it was funny because when Phil, when Phil beat Jay Cutler, I was so mad. And then, mm-hmm. then I started liking Phil. But then I was like, I want Kai Green to beat I Phil. I really like Phil, yeah. Yeah, and then Kai Green never beat Phil, and I was hating on Phil. And then I started liking Phil. The next thing you know, he had a bit of distension. I was like, Sean needs to beat Phil. That's mm. like, I was like, so I went to the 2016 Olympia, and I was like, come on, Sean. But then Phil actually looked retarded in person. It was unfortunate it wasn't close. And then obviously Sean eventually beat Phil. I was so happy. And then, you know, Sean's not allowed to compete right now, which is bullshit. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was wondering why he wasn't prepping, but I didn't really want to ask, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, I think it's bullshit. I'd love to see him being able to compete. I think it's wrong what they're doing to Sean, but I won't get into to that too much. But yeah, I'm still a big Sean fan, and I'd love to see Sean smoke the Olympia if he was allowed to, which he fucking would. But because Sean's not competing, I'm going for Phil. Yeah, Phil for Sean. Phil's locked in. So we'll wrap this up. So thanks for coming on, Nicole, and. I was yeah. actually looking for a debate. I was like, come on, we have to disagree, disagree on something. But <laughs> I would disagree on a few things. Like, I definitely said that, like, Angelica would <laughs> definitely be yeah. top three, and you were like, I'm not sure about that. And then the Attila and Jandori thing. And that yeah. was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, but that, you know, I, I respect what you're saying because I can see what you see. And, um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. And I'm going to wrap this up. So, people, if you, um, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a Olympia wrap up. That's going to be really interesting as well. Mm. So, definitely be on the lookout for that. And, um, well, thanks for coming on, Nicole. And everyone that's listening, feel free to send me a DM. Nicole, what's your Instagram handle? People already follow you, but what's your Instagram handle? At the Nicole Tan. Boom, that's it. Cool. So thank you for listening, guys. And until next time, peace.